Good evening, everyone, and a very warm welcome to Glenburn and Stowbray's joint service of worship for the Tuesday of Holy Week. On Thursday evening, we will worship together in Glenburn Parish Church at 7pm. And to book for this service, please phone the usual number tomorrow. But tonight's service will include times of quiet reflection. We open this evening's service of worship with the hymn 189, Be still for the presence of the Lord. Be still for the presence of the Lord. The Holy One is here. Come, bow before him now with reverence and fear. In him no sin is found. We stand on holy ground. Be still for the presence of the Lord. The Holy One is here. Now let's come before God in prayer. Let's pray. Lord God, we have gathered in this space and in our homes on Tuesday of the week known as Holy Week. We come, amazing God, to spend time with you, our Father, to worship you, Jesus, our Saviour. 
to be filled by you, Holy Spirit, our Comforter. We come now in this moment, individually and together. This is a quiet time. Let us sit and rest in your presence. Let us sense your love surrounding us. Let us sense your presence filling us. Let us sense your spirit changing us. You love us, Lord, with a generosity that we've not earned, with a generosity we find difficult to comprehend. You have created us in your image. You have commanded us to love one another. And, and we try, Lord, we do try, and yet we fall short. We hurt others by the actions we take and by the things we fail to do. We hurt others in the words we speak and in the silences we keep. And so, Lord, we lay our wrongdoings and our apathy before you. Father God, through your grace and through your Son, Jesus Christ, forgive us, we pray. And through your Holy Spirit, strengthen us. Hear us now as we pray together in the words Jesus taught, praying together, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. On Sunday, the church celebrated the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. But tonight, tonight we go backwards in the story and recall Jesus a few days previously sharing a meal in the house of Lazarus, Martha and Mary. The disciples were there too. And it sounds like there was someone watching the house who quickly reported back to the chief priests what was going on. Everyone in the story was aware that Jesus intended going to Jerusalem and that for him and for those who supported him, these were dangerous times and Jerusalem was a dangerous place. Martha was determined that what might be their last meal together was going to be as good a meal as she could prepare. Lazarus was still someone who was being talked about in the streets and he was looking forward to some honest conversation with the one person who knew what really had happened to him. Mary, well, Mary had been missing most of the day but she returned in time for the meal, hugging a jar which she placed in her room. The meal went well. It was good for them all to be together. For this house had been always been a place of welcome for Jesus, somewhere where he felt at home. So let's turn to scripture to hear just what happened on that night. Our reading tonight will be read by the session clerk from Glenburn Parish Church, Muriel Smith.
evening, everyone. The reading tonight is taken from John chapter 12, and I will read the first eight verses. Jesus anointed at Bethany. Six days before the Passover, Jesus arrived at Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here, a dinner was given in Jesus' honour. Martha served, while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume, and she poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put in it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Amen. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Thank you, Muriel. So let's reflect on this passage that appeals to our senses as we listen to the hymn 211, said Judas to Mary. Said Judas to Mary, now what will you do with our ointment so rich and so rare? I'll pour it all over the feet of the Lord and I'll wipe it away with my hair. Oh Mary, oh Mary, oh think of the poor, this ointment it could have been sold. And think of the blankets and think of the bread you could buy with the silver and gold. Tomorrow, tomorrow I'll think of the poor. Tomorrow, she said, not today. For dearer than all of the poor of the world is my love who is going away, she said. Said Jesus to Mary, your love is so deep. Today you may do as you will. Tomorrow, you say, I am going away but my body I leave with you still, he said. The poor of the world are my body, he said. To the end of the world they shall be. The bread and the blankets you give to the poor, you'll find you have given to me, he said. My body will hang on the cross of the world tomorrow, he said, and today, and Martha and Mary will find me again and wash all my sorrow away. The hymn from Junior Praise, number 211, said Judas to Mary.
that hymn for me just conjures up such a strong image. So, in our imagination, in our mind's eye, let's journey back through 2,000 years. Let's journey back to Bethany. Journey back to Bethany to sit at the feet of our Lord and talk with him and in the silences to listen for his answers. What did it feel like, Lord? What did it feel like, Lord, for Mary to wash your feet with the leftover ointment intended for Lazarus and to have her dry your feet with her hair? What did it feel like, Lord, to see a greater significance in this action than any of those watching could ever have known? What did it feel like, Lord, to celebrate the resurrection of Lazarus, knowing that your own death was impending? did it feel like, Lord, for the house to fill with the smell of perfume, when a while before the overwhelming stench had been of death? What did it feel like, Lord, to question the motives of one of your closest friends, suspecting that he was betraying the poor and was soon to betray you? What did it feel like, Lord, to want to relax over a meal with friends and not to be allowed to forget for longer than a moment that you were a saviour? What did it feel like, Lord, to be reminded that you were the Messiah, the Messiah who would create such a stir as you entered Jerusalem? What did it feel like, Lord, to know that your only response was patience, though your time was running out? Forgiveness, when no mercy would be shown to you. And abundant love, when you were soon to be vilified, condemned, tortured and executed. What did it feel like, Lord? And what do we make of this story? Make of this story in a time of pandemic when the yearning for touch and tenderness is our yearning too. What did it feel like? What does it feel like? Our sense of touch is so important. And tonight it's over a year since we've been free to reach out and touch. 
free to reach out and hold, free to show our compassion for others through a loving touch. Yes, I know that some of us have been able to do so with people within our own bubble, but we've not been able to do so indiscriminately, generously, in the way that Mary was able to do. For in this past year, so many people have not been able to hold the hand of a beloved family member in their last days. So many people have been unable to hug a bereaved friend or relative. So many people have not been able to cradle a newborn great-grandchild, grandchild, niece or nephew. It has been so hard to have one of our senses so restrained, so restricted. But let's listen. that Mary poured over Jesus' feet. So what song does this perfume sing of grace and beauty, yet mingled with the lament of love? What song does this perfume sing of faith in God among the people who then turn God's traitors? What song does this perfume sing of hope alive in the world, too soon crushed and emptied? For perfume sings a love song of healing wounds and anointing grace, of knowing that which is sacred, of seeking out that which is to be found to be worthwhile. It is filled with the longing for what the future brings and of giving life for that future, committing all to the possibility, just the possibility, that good may come of it. Perfume sings lullabies of hope by grabbing hold of what is now and wrestling the beauty out of it, taking tired feet and soothing them that they may walk once more taking furrowed brows and easing the pain of tomorrow, taking the dust of the path and finding an alleluia within it. What song does this perfume sing? Yet this jar is pierced, the glass shatters with the truth, the song a lament of beauty, of longing in the brokenness of seeing the shadows fall against the light. 
This song is glass, crushed, scattered fragments of what hope once was. This anointing is of body. The song is silenced. Now, just the fragrance lasts, but for a short time only. For a short time only, scattered by the darkness of what people refuse to believe. Love is the light in the tunnel of pain. Love is the will to be whole once again. Love is the trust of a friend on the road. God is where love is, for love is of God is where love is, for love is of God. Let's pray. God of justice in a world that continues to tell the tired old story that might is right, we give you thanks that in Jesus you have shown a new and different way, that real strength is found in vulnerability and through self-giving acts of humble service and so hear us as we pray for others. We pray for those in positions of power, for heads of state, and for those who serve in government at local and national level, that they would govern wisely and well and with integrity, putting the needs of constituents and country above their own desires. We pray for people who live under oppressive regimes, for countries where lawlessness has replaced the rule of law, for places where human wrongs are the order of the day, not human rights. This week especially we remember the peoples of Myanmar. We remember the ones forced to flee their homelands for daring to speak truth to power or who are discriminated against because of their faith, gender, orientation or the colour of their skin. Lord, may your kingdom come where justice is mixed with mercy. God of compassion, in a world that is riddled with compassion fatigue, we give you thanks that you take us by the hand and keep us. We pray for the most vulnerable in our communities those who have been bruised by life. Those for whom hope has gone, who see only darkness and despair. In this time of global pandemic, we remember all who have lost jobs, struggling businesses, those barely able to manage from day to day. For families reliant upon local food banks and children whose only meal will be their school dinner, we pray. We remember too the ones who struggle with the isolation of lockdown. We pray for those who are ill 
and especially we bring before you those affected by the COVID-19 virus and all those who tend to them. Lord, give comfort to all who watch and wait, to those who are weary and overwhelmed, and to those who are walking the way of grief. Lord, may your kingdom come. Your kingdom come where compassion is a byword and no one is left without care. And in a moment of quiet prayer, we bring before you all who are on our minds and in our hearts at this time. And we pray for our own particular needs. God, who makes all things new, we offer you these our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen. We close this evening's service of worship with the hymn 694. Brother, sister, let me serve you. Let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I may have the grace to let you be my servant too. We are pilgrims on a journey and companions on the road. We are here to help each other walk the mile and bear the load. I will hold the Christ light for you in the night time of your fear. I will hold my hand out to you. Speak the peace you long to hear. I will weep when you are weeping. When you laugh, I'll laugh with you. I will share your joy and sorrow till we've seen this journey through. When we sing to God in heaven, we shall find such harmony, born of all we've known together, of Christ's love and agony. Brother, sister, let me serve you. Let me be as Christ to you. Pray that I may have the grace to let you be my servant too. Hymn 694.
ask if you're able, would you please stand for God's blessing? Let us journey with Jesus. Let us be his cross-carrying companions. Let us share with him the heavy load. Let us support each other on this journey, knowing it is not the end. The anointing has begun. The man of life is ready for death. May we be ready for life once more. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those whom you love this night and forevermore. Mm -hmm.